Yo, what's up, guys? We are the White Potatoes. Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> guys, guess what? We're back at episode 165, and this time we are doing The Cube. Oh. What's up? I like cubes. Do you? Ice Ru- cubes more. Ice cube. <laughs> Rubik's, Rubik's cube. cube. You could saute it, fillet it. <laughs> you guys know what a cube is? Has six sides, four corners on each face. You're welcome. Yeah. What's up, everyone? I'm, I'm and they're equal sides. Hey, shut up! I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm James. I'm Stephen. And we, we are the Ripe, Ripe Potatoes. potatoes. Back, Back at again. it again. Oh shit! Ooh. Dude. You owe me fellatio for that. Oh, God damn. We, we literally locked eyes, and I swear to God, there was that spark. Yeah, and I had the weirdest boner when it happened. Oh, God damn. You're so fucking hot. Yeah, dude, you're going to get your ass ate later. God damn it. All right, let's get into this. I'm getting into you later. You won't. Oof. Oof. All right, everyone. Uh, uh, be sure to check us out on, on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> And it, uh, be sure to check us out on our OF uh, link in bio. Thank you. <laughs> Two bears getting coffee. Oh, dude, it's so good. Anyways, uh, the cube. <laughs> Here's the info. Tell me about it. <laughs> the cube was released on September 9th of 1997. Was directed by Vincento Natale, also known for Splice. The film had a budget of three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars Canadian Canadian money, and went on to make. 8.9 million in the box office. That's impressive. Damn. Beef, tell, them, tell them what you were telling me. About uh, the French. Tell them the thing, dude. Tell yeah. them the th- Unless it's one of your fun facts. It's not, but I'm going to find it again. I'm sorry. You're fucking shit on that one. Yeah, that's okay. You already did the thing? Uh, Yeah, I did the thing. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Alright, while he's doing that, I'm going to give you guys the fucking synopsis. Without remembering how they got there, several strangers awaken in a prison of cubic cells, some of them booby-trapped. Some of them booby-trapped. There's one-time cop, Quentin, Maurice Dean Wint, scientist Holloway, Nikki Guadagni, Guadagni? Anyway, sure. young math genius Levin, Nicole DeBoer, master of escape rooms, Rennis, Wayne Robson, autistic savant, Kazan, Andrew Miller, and architect Worth, David Hewlett who might have more information on the maze than he lets on. The prisoners must use their combined skills if they are to escape. Nice. Right. So sick. I heard. I got it. So, um, this movie was mainly released like... It was made by a Canadian studio. But in its native can- Canada, the movie was given bad distribution and little marketing by its distributor, Cineplex Odeon Films, which resulted in the movie being a box office flop there. Later, however, the movie became a box office hit in France. But because the movie's Canadian producers had earlier sold the French film rights for a small flat fee, they never got their share of any of the massive French box office revenue. Which is nuts. Yeah. Like, that sucks ass. Just seeing all those, yeah. Can you imagine, dude? You sell something because you're like, oh, this fucking sucks. This ain't gonna and be then nothing. it just bangs. God fucking damn it. What a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we're, we're fucking stupid. Uh, we're tight. <laughs> Here's the statistics. The critics gave it a 63% of average rating of 6.3 out of 10. Total ratings of 40, 25 being fresh, and 15 being rotten. 
The audience gave it a 76% average rating, a 3.8 out of 5. Total ratings of more than 50,000. IMDb gave it a 7.1 out of 10. Horror Movie Talk gave it a 6 out of 10. Empire gave it a 4 out of 5. And 78% of Google users like this movie. Oh my gosh. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah, it is. I mean, the spread's uh, not not huge. Mm-hmm. Not huge, I guess. Um, that's pretty good. What do you think? How, how you like those? I like it. Like, I thought the critics would have liked it a little bit more. Yeah. but it, I would have yeah. been under that impression, too. Yeah. When was this? 97? 97. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy to me. You're so crazy. You crazy, <laughs> girl. Um... Uh, you know, I had heard of this movie, but never watched it. I was five at the time that it was released, so yeah. definitely wasn't going to go see it. But uh, it was one that I never came back to watch. And when you mentioned it, I was like, yep, never seen it, dude. So let's watch it. And I love my old fucking horror movies. Yeah. Which, you know, for the budget that they had, dude, there were some pretty cool effects. There was very good effects. So the fact that they made this movie for only 300000 though... Fucking That's nothing compared. So good. Our last movie we did had 1.5 million, and it looked like fucking trash. Yeah, for a little <laughs> bit. Sorry, we talked a little bit about it. I said it was fine, but it did not look great. Yeah, for 1.5 million. Yeah, for the fact that you had a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this one, you only have 300 thousand, and they managed to make it look so good. Yeah. Like, just that that first scene, the opening scene, some homeboy gets chopped up, and it looks so good. Yeah, he gets, I want to, diced. diced. That's a good word That's for a it. great word. He gets diced. And then it looks, it doesn't look cheap or like crazy how Resident Evil looked. Yeah. It just looks, you can see the lines form and the bloods come out of, so his blood starts coming out of the lines. Oh shit. And then it like cuts to him falling apart, which looks great. Yeah. It get, if, if you've seen Ghost Ship. Yeah. That, that's the kind of vibes it gave. Just with like the body parts and but shit. But he got cubed, baby. It was so sick. He got Hell ice yeah. cubed. <laughs> it was a good day. Anyway, just kidding. <laughs> We're going to go into the critics' positive reviews now. Critics' positive reviews. Number one. Vincenzo, Vicenza, Vicenzo Natali's provocatively claustrophobic film really kickstarted the gaming horror renaissance. Gaming horror? Did it? I, fuck uh, if I know. No, because when did Hellraiser come out? Hellraiser was like 90... I want to say Uh-oh. 90. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who's got it first? Who's got it first? Would you call that a gaming fucking horror? What What's considered the gaming horror? Uh, 1987. Oh. Hellraiser came out. Wow. That was also based on a book. I would say... Like roughly on a book, right? Re, uh, Kickstarter. No, because Resident Evil 2... When did Resident Evil 2 come out? The game? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. I thought the 90s was the first Resident Evil. 90. Like, 90. Resident Evil. I don't know what it is, though. Anyway, let me do number two. I'll do number two while Beefy looking shit up. Vincenzo Natali's debut holds a beauty and purity that matches the mathematical conundrum its characters find themselves in. Resident Evil 2 came out in 1998. What the freaking ass? When's the first one come out? Yes, I'm looking up that right now. Remember, for furniture, for dinner, This is my thinking noises. I like it. 1996. Well, I guess whatever. So there's that and Silent Hill. The first Silent yeah. Hill too. So I don't know. 
I mean, there, like, I guess. Good no. scary movie or scary games were there at the time. Yeah, Silent Hill, Resident Evil. What else was, was on PlayStation? Fatal like, Frame, Par- Parasite Eve. Ooh. Horror. I'm sorry, everyone. Like we we do this all the time. <laughs> you you should be used to it by now. Yeah, I didn't. if you if we're only talking about this movie, you're probably bored anyway. You're yeah. like, what the fuck? They're not doing their thing. Here, I'm going to go into number three. The lack of information, the strange Jack Kirby-esque details what? on the walls, yeah. and the absence of any outside world makes the environment of the film timeless and suitably, subtly existential. Uh-huh. I like that. The Jack Kirby-esque, though. I, thought, I didn't even fucking think about that. I, I, liked, I liked how they threw that in because I was like, ooh, Beef's going to like this. So I do. That's the only reason I threw it in. I do. All right, number four. A bizarre, frightening, and clever new low-budget movie with a Twilight Zone-ish premise. I fuck with that. I, could, I feel like this is a God, good I love, episode. I love Twilight Zone. Yeah. Which, it will also almost gives me like a, like Stephen King-ish vibes too. Uh-huh. Just how, or almost like the, is it The Mist? Yes. It's The Mist with the fucking, the creatures, right? Yeah. Yes. So good. Anyway, it gives me that kind of vibe. Because it's like, oh, everything's ruined, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... It's you're good, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> this gave me like, um, I feel like it'll make a good play because it's set generally in one location. Yeah, and I was just like, dang, I, I felt like this would have this was a play first before they made it into like a movie. Yeah, that's what I felt. I was like, this would make a really good like just stage play. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it was definitely a, a game changer. Hello. Okay, number five. If you have an innate fear of being trapped in an elevator, either alone or with a group of panicky, talky people, you'll appreciate the kind of tension that Vincenzo Natali tries to work up in his sci-fi thriller, Cube. Yeah. I like that. It almost reminds me, too, of that, uh... What was that other movie with that fucking... Devil? Well, I like Devil, too. That one's fun. Um, The one where there's, like, tears, though. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, the tears of food. Yeah. I wanted to watch them. I never watched it. Oh, we started one. I'm pretty the sure. The platform? The platform. That was it. Yeah. Pretty much the same kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where they got the inspiration for yeah. platform. And this is so. kind of like pre-Saw era too. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. I just, The thing I like about it, but I also didn't like about it, was just how many unknowns there are. Because mm-hmm. it's not only them obviously trying to fucking escape this essentially non-stop maze yeah but they're like who did this and why are they doing this yeah i would have liked to seen like why the the, the the big why yeah like why 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 are we here why is the cube why are there traps yeah it would have been easy it would have been a really easy thing to just show like somebody in the control room just watching them yeah and it's just like i just want to see who's who could survive and who could not yeah did you watch the second one did no. you say okay there's a second one. I want to though, just because well. I've seen this one. Like, Might as well so just it, watch it. It'll probably be fun. Keep it going. But I would have, I would have liked to see more, more traps, more people dying by traps. Agreed. Even if it's just like they they open up a hatch and they look down and there's a guy like coming into the same room with them, they realize like he doesn't know the trick to find out what's booby trapped and what's not. Yeah. And so he's just like rushing through rooms and he winds winds up in that one and they see fucking him get. Ooh. Cut up by all that wire. Yeah, get or spikes up. or something. Yeah, 
ooh, what what could have been tight to a, a scene that would be fun is like since in the cube there's doors underneath. Yeah. If like a dude like fell like ah, and as he's screaming, it activates those fucking sound traps. Yeah. And then like he just keeps falling and then just gets sliced. Ooh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Maybe there's a reason those books don't bug us. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. Yeah. We're just thinking of because they say wild it's, things. People on the on book talk say like, "Well, this is the most disturbing thing I've read," and then me and Steven go and they're like, "We'll fucking see." Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, I, it's okay. When you say it's the most disturbing thing you read, and then our minds go to what we think is the most disturbing thing, and then we're like, eh, "That's fine." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like, you've seen okay. worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen... This book is so disturbing. Oh, my I God. I couldn't make it past this page. And I was like, well, I could see why you couldn't make it past it. But everything yeah. else further than that is like, eh. I'm starting to, like, get this vibe that uh, we're just finding all the wrong shit. Yeah. Like, I do love the book recommendations, though, because I found a few that I'm like, okay, like, that's fun. We yeah. read, for example, like, Brother. Right? Uh-huh. Like, it was fun. But to that point, it was like, oh, one of the most disturbing books I've ever read. And to us, it's just like, I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but cool. Yeah. It was yeah. whatever. Every time it's it like, well, it I is. thought it would be worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how, how much worse could it be getting? It's like, I don't know. I just thought it would be worse. Yeah. It can always get worse. Yeah. I feel like we could be pretty good authors if somebody wanted to, like, have some fucked up shit. It would just be us in the room and be like, you know what would be cool? I can, then... tell you, I can tell you one thing that... I, like I, I've had it in my mind, and I'm like, what would be the one thing that would fucking bug me, uh-huh. or like stick with me? And I'm like, I should write a book that has it in it because then it would really fucking stick to people, you know. Mm-hmm. But maybe it, maybe it wouldn't affect us. Maybe it would. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But what would bug me? Spiders. Spiders bug me. Pun intended. <laughs> but I couldn't write a scary book about spiders. Spiders are creepy, dude. Yeah. Wasn't there supposed to be a new arachnophobia coming out? I heard that a long time ago. Yeah, me too. I have no fucking clue. Well, now guess what? I'm gonna fucking look it we'll up. We'll look it up while I read these stupid critics' negative reviews. All right. Critics negative reviews. Tell I will tell you that number one, in the end, uh, its possibility is simply too vast to ignore, but the downfalls are simply too apparent to dismiss. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh. I fucked that whole thing up. Dude. <laughs> It's still recording. Oh, cool. anyway, Never mind. I just dropped the mic on him, guys. I'm sorry. Anyways, sorry about that. Uh, number two, uh, startling at times, but just as equally distant as others. Cube seems to have it all backwards. It's a film in search of a one-act play. There we go. Ooh, there it is. But I don't dude. see that as a bad thing. Good, good shit, beef. I, I love plays. I yeah. think this would be kind of a fun thing, you know. It says right. that they're supposed to start filming Arachnophobia. Ooh, that poster is uncomfortable. That gave me fucking chills. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate spiders. Uh, no matter what. I'm just going to look up fun okay. stuff. Go ahead. Anyways, number three, <laughs> Heartless. Uh, that's the one word that best describes Cube, a brutal and nasty attempt to explore human motivations and emotions at their most basic level. Fuck. That's, that's, that's good. fucking tight. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but why is that negative? I don't know. Yeah, I feel that's positive. Like, I would have liked to see, like, more... I liked when they started turning on each other. Yeah. Which is, like, what humans would do. 100%. For in in the in the name of survival. Yeah, like, fight or flight. It's, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm going to make it out of here whether you guys live or not. And I'm like, 
Well, here we go. Fucking, we'll see. That's the thing that. Oh man, one of the funniest things. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use the words that we were using while watching it. But there's oh. a gentleman. <laughs> there's, a, there's a gentleman in the in the movie who um, we're assuming has like some sort of autism or something, yeah. right? And so anyway. I was like, watch, he's going to come in right here, and sure as shit, he does. Yeah. But I was just like, <laughs> just when we were watching it, I was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> I was in, right when they were like, he, was, he started talking, and I was like, oh, he's going to rain man it. Yeah. And then he started, and I was like, oh, fuck, he is. And I was, that was pretty tight. It was fun. But I thought, like, for me, I was waiting for the twist, and I thought that the whole time he was just pretending. Yeah, he was the... Uh, he was the jigsaw That's what I of that trap. I was waiting for the whole yeah. time. Like, that's the reason why he he somehow survived this far. Yeah. With his um, problem. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better word. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's what I was just like. He's the he's behind it all. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. But he wasn't. He made it. Spoilers. He lives. He's the one who lives. Yep. Which is cool. Good for him. But shouts out shouts, shouts out. out but then what it was, I was thinking like I've never seen the second one but it would be hella cool or shitty if it, like he kept walking and then there's an even bigger cube yeah. <laughs> and I'm like fuck no ah, <laughs> the cube the cube oh. never ending speaking of which too like one of the dudes in there was like oh yeah I helped make the cube and it's like mm-hmm. tell me the size dude yeah. and then it's just fucking massive and I'm just like, where'd they put it? Yeah. Where's this cube located? Uh, yeah, where's it at? For real, this thing's fucking huge. And how'd they get all these people? Where'd they come from? Yeah. Anyway. It was strategically placed, though. Those people were strategically put in there. I would have liked to... I thought, like... Because they figure out that the cube keeps shifting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the Rubik's cubing it. That's what I thought the whole time. It just kept spinning. Yeah. Which it... It made sense. And I was like, why does it keep fucking making those mechanical sounds? I was uh-huh. like, something is moving. And then sure as shit, when it comes fucking full circle. Ha! Huh, that's kind of funny. And then I... Full I, cube. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the whole... When they get back to the the room that they need to be in to get escape. And it's like... This is the room we were in Where in the we beginning. Started. And I was like, fuck, that's so good. Yeah. That's... That gives me, like, Saw vibes. Yeah. It's like... Fuck. The answer is right in front of your face. Exactly. Like, like the key in the first one when that oh. dude wakes up in the tub and it's just gone. Go down the drain. He's like, the key should be in the tub. And then it's just like, it's not. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> oh. So good. Anyways. Uh, number four. Writer-director Vin- Vincento Natale. Story- storyboard artist uh, Keanu Reeves. Where? Poor Keanu Reeves. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Let's start this over. Number four. <laughs> if writer-director Vincento Natale, storyboard artist for Keanu Reeves' Johnny Mnemonic, were as comfortable with the dialogue and dramatizing characters as he is with images, this fe- uh, his this first feature of his might have worked better. I mean, I think he got everything he needed. Yeah. For $300,000, he made this movie, which is Which like, is killer. Which everything looks great. Everything looks great. The fact that they literally have the same set design, just in different fucking colors, dude. Yeah. Like, it's genius, really. It almost reminds me of, like, Phone Booth. It's like this yeah. whole movie is shot. We keep going back to Saw, because it's like, it's one location. Yeah. That's it's it. It's so good. 
Do I remember when the first Saw came out and I was like, yo, this movie is fucking tight. I was blown away by I, it. I, I was just it. like, who's who? And then it's, do, 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 yeah. do. And he's like getting up and, oh. I was like, you're full of shit. There's no way. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right. And number five, Vincento Natale directs the science fiction thriller with an interesting premise. Unfortunately, there is little to cube besides the that premise and some creative filmmaking techniques. Well, given the budget, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. This okay. is nothing. Yeah. So you shut your fucking whore mouth, bitch. <laughs> get, get him, dude. Fucking get him. Yeah. Yeah, you little fucking dirty slut, bitch. Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just spill. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, here's the audience positive reviews. Audience positive reviews. Number one. This is one of my favorite thriller films of all time. A very creative plot line that just keeps you get that keeps you guessing all the way to the end. Uh, excuse me. Good acting and amazing job on a on such a small budget. God, I can't speak. A cult classic to be sure. Yes. Agreed. Which I'm a, I'm glad I'm watching it now. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine being live in and watching it in the theaters at that time. Yo, I wish Amazing. I could go back. That's why I love like flashback cinema. Yeah. Because I'm just so like good. this is a movie I get to watch in theaters for the fucking first time. Which to that point Wizard of Oz. Yeah. That, so watching it with you in the flashback. Uh-huh. Dude, that was the first time ever and it was so good. I'm all singing and my mom's all laughing at me. <laughs> so good. I just yeah, I just, so every now and again if I see a movie like holy fuck, yeah, I'm going. Like Jurassic Park I saw. There was a flashback for Jurassic Park. I was like, fuck, I never saw that in theaters. I want to go see Yo, it. That's why I always go back to like, I've seen it in theaters when I was a kid, but I still go back to Lord of the Rings all the time. Yeah. Whenever so they have it, I go and it's fuck every time it's so. I told you about my so story good. with Lord of the Rings. Which like, one was that? broke down in the middle of it. Literally like oh, yeah. over halfway through it and broke down completely. And I would have fucking. I was pissed. I didn't go back I know and the watch chairs it, are so. attached to the ground, but I would have pulled it out yeah. of the fucking ground and through it at somebody oh i would and i will <laughs> just kidding number two a beautiful metaphor of life where kindness and na- naivety, naivety naivety win over violence and selfishness keep you on the edge since the very beginning true number three engaging from start to finish great low budget bang for the buck production value bop, there you true go. big old bop like you said dude number four brilliant imaginative creative and twisted sci-fi horror in a world that constantly changes yet looks and feels the same tension builds throughout in this well-directed and well-written tale using unknown actors and a fresh level of intelligence as a force that makes this so watchable you know i didn't we didn't even talk about the tension like all of us are watching this movie and then every one of us were like fucking stressed yeah it's very stressful the ticking clock of part of it was just like we got to get to this room before it changes yeah but we don't know which room's trapped, and they're just fucking going. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking stressful. Well, and especially because the guy who, like, escaped all these prisons is given to you at the beginning. So yeah. you're like, oh, this guy's going to get us the fuck out. He knows, like, all these sensors and shit, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets fucking iced. <laughs> he gets acid squirted in his <laughs> yeah, face. And I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to help us. No, no, never Yeah, mind. and now you don't get that character. But what's cool is they still learned from him, and we're using that boot technique. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's good. Which... If anyone wants to really be fucking picky about a movie, I was like, yo, those shoelaces weren't long enough for that one boot. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, you, had to, you need to get rid of both your boots for that. Oh, easy. Dude, easy. Anyway, that's me being picky. Number five. This was a pretty good sci-fi thriller that is filled with twists. I exited that this 
movie is filmed before 20s. What? I guess the 2000s. 2000s? Yeah. Of course, duh. Uh, The concept was awesome. Most of 90s films look illogical, but this one was superb. They don't reveal much about the purpose of the cube, which would normally piss me off, but it works in this case. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, it still pisses me off, but it does work um, for what it is. I would have just... It sucks because you don't get to see the outside world. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck. That bugged me a little bit, but at the same time, it is what it is. I take, I take and it what was I good. get. It was a good time. But, segue. You know, it's not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Audience negative reviews. Audience negative reviews. Tell me. Number one, one of the worst films I've ever seen. An hour and a half of my life wasted that I'll never get back. The acting was unconvincing, especially with the awful Dr. Holloway character. Uh, the character's too cliched and the dialogue is utterly abysmal. A thoroughly unsatisfying attempt at what could have been an intriguing movie. Avoid! In all caps. Wow. No. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. That's all I say. Yep. Number two, this movie is about going. This movie is all about going in circles, which is fitting for the plot that doesn't go anywhere either. <laughs> That's a good one. That's funny. Yeah, number three, it has an amazing premise, but uh, that face heel turn was the most poorly executed I've ever seen. And Halloway, who was supposed to, supposedly, or who I was supposedly should have felt sorry for, uh, couldn't go three seconds without being a complete bitch. <laughs> Okay, chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Number three, this is probably the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Terrible acting, cliffhanger ending. Uh, there's also nothing stylish about it. It's just a load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though, it isn't... I wouldn't agree with the cliffhanger ending because it's not. Yeah. It's like, this is done. This is... The person mm-hmm. who survives this is out. That's it. Yeah. Done. Like, you don't need to... You don't need... Sometimes you need to be spoon-fed all the movie, but this yeah. one is just like... Yeah. The, he, he escaped. It fucking is what it is, yeah. bitch. And number five, this movie was a little disappointing. The real horror ended fairly quick, and the acting was bad. The idea was good, and the autistic guy did a good job. Shots out. Yeah. She was a good character. Yeah. Ooh, dude, it turned out so fucking interesting, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that's fun. It's like I bet he's a numbers guy. We knew it. He's a numbers guy. We he fucking rain, knew it. He rain manned it. I knew fucking he would do it. <laughs> rain manned it. He rain manned that. All right, dude. Well, we got a sixty-three from the critics and a seventy-six from the audience. What are you giving it? I'll give I seventy-six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't really sure where to go, so I said seventy-five too. There we go. So, yeah, because I was just like, it's pretty good. But it could be better. Yeah. But for the limitations they had, the budget they had, they were pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 Mine was kind of yeah. I was on the fence. I'm like 75 and 80. Kept jumping back and forth. But I was like, you know, if I would watched it before today, it probably would have been higher. I think. Uh huh. Because it's just that fun. Yeah. So. And I can't wait to watch the sequel. Ooh, dude! It better be good. <laughs> I hope so. It better be good. Um, but you guys already know what's good with it. We're going to go ahead and do some motherfucking fun facts with James, baby. And now, fun facts with James. That's me. Uh, director Vincento Natale deleted the 
uh, final moment from the film, which is which it's shown what is outside the cube. He said when he was paring the film down in the ending in the editing room, it was the first thing he removed. Fuck, that's frustrating. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, could you imagine, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that though, people that would piss people off. Yeah. Like, you already Ooh, knew it was there. There's a jump in that timeline. Yeah. So we're looking at uh, the Cube Two Hypercube, and it came out in two thousand and two. And it is, and the scores are not hot dog kind, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll probably still watch it. Yeah, fuck it, yellow swag. We're in the cube verse now, baby. It's almost like looking at the crow, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the crows—they just get better and better, don't they? (laughs) Let's see. I'm I'm just gonna take a quick peek. Yeah, salvation. Wicked prayer literally got a zero. Salvation, eighteen percent. Stairway to heaven, twenty. Let's see. City of Angels would have been the only other good one, dude. That would have been the only other good one. The Crow, though. I think I tried to watch City of Angels, but I was like, I can't. It's not good. Yeah. It It's so bad. Species even got a bad fucking rating? Fuck. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Species was? Yeah. Look wow, at it. Wow. That's impressive. Look at it. Bet. Let's see. I bet you fucking six push-ups right now. I can't even do two. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I lied. I owe you six push-ups. Oh fuck! Dang it! Who did? What did he do? It wasn't species. It was something. Fuck! What was it? Was it? uh... What's the other one where the chick was just banging everyone? Is that the one you're thinking of? Splice? No, he didn't splice. Let's see. Guillermo del Toro. I'm sorry. Tangent. Eat shit. We're doing it. You guys already know how we do this. Yeah. Let's see. Mimic? Yes. Oh, it was Mimic. Yeah. Mimic was fucking tight. There we go. I, I had this too mixed up. Let's see. Mimic. Rotten. Let's see. Let's see what it got. Let's see. Yeah, Ooh, that's better. That's not bad. I remember that movie being fucking tight. Yeah. It was literally about, like, what, shape-shifting aliens? Yeah. So, yeah, I remember that shit. That's why I couldn't. Species and Mimic. It's like the same thing. Yeah, except one's about yeah, it's like chick with knockers. What? <laughs> yeah, species, dude. She's banging everyone. Fucking a. You had me at it's pretty tight. knockers. <laughs> <laughs> also, dude, uh, shouts out Tommy if you end up listening to this. But one of my coworkers came up uh-huh. and he's like, "Yo, you ever seen Angelina's tits?" <laughs> funniest thing <laughs> he's like yo that podcast episode had me rolling <laughs> he's like that's the only reason i watched it too oh, i was man. like hell yeah dude i just love his engagement movie and if i see angelina julie's tits or not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man quality fucking content you guys don't even know you're missing it we're talking to ourselves here fucking a um all right uh number 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 this <laughs> this film was shot in only 20 days what? Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, the The set contained just one cube, changed <laughs> different, uh, changed to different colors by means of gel panels. Since it was a time-consuming process to change from one one to the other, the film was not shot in sequence, but rather color by color. The red That's gels were the say. first to be installed, meaning all scenes in the red rooms were shot first. As it happens, red rooms contain the most dialogue-heavy scenes in the film, including. Mm-hmm. The worth is big. There is no conspiracy speech to Holloway. Uh, the film had a modest budget um, and a tight schedule, and David Howlett recalled 
being very apprehensive at shooting scenes that contained that contained pages of pure dialogue on his part very early in the shoot. He also felt that Worth's line, uh, well, well, I felt better after this rant to Holloway, ranging, immen- ranging immensely, oh, sorry. Uh, well, I, f- well, I feel better after this rant to Holloway rang immensely true on a personal level, on a personal level, as the remainder of the shoot was much less dependent on his uh, memorization. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I had a feeling, though, that it was like a single set. Yeah. That's so fucking tight. Uh, to follow their support for the Toronto film industry, the special effects company Core did the digital effects for free. Fuck, that's tight. Yeah. No uh, wonder it had such a small budget, though, too. You mm-hmm. know? The majority of this film was shot with a handheld camera. That's gangster. Yeah. All the characters are named after famous prisons, with Kazan being a famous prison... Prison Mental Institute. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, the room color had nothing to do with if there was a trap or not. However, on a on a metal level, the colors sometimes signify what happens within them. White represents discovery. Anytime the characters made some kind of discovery, it's within a white room. Red represents death or distress. Kazan is disturbed by red rooms, and often characters will come com- confront one one another and fight in red rooms. Fuck. That's so good. Yeah. Director Vincento Natale uh, went to high school with actor David Howlett. However, or Hewlett. However, moreover, Hewlett recommended that Natale cast Andrew Miller as Kazan. Uh, Hewlett had previously worked with Miller in a play. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to have friends? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not only are the characters named after prisons, but they reflect the prisons themselves. Example... Kazan, the mentally the mentally challenged character in in Russia, was a prison for the mentally ill. Ren was it Reigns? Rennes, the French guy. Well, yeah, yeah Ren- Ren- Rennes. Or, uh, we'll say Rennes. Ren- yeah, uh, Rennes. I Rennes. think they pronounced it Rennes. Yeah, Rennes, the mentor, is a French jail that pioneered many of today's prison policies. Quentin, the detective, is known for its brutality. Holloway uh, was a woman's prison in England and. Alderson was a prison where the where isolation is a common punishment. Leavenworth runs a rigid set of rules. Leaven's mathematics, and a new pr- uh, and the new prison is cooperatively owned and built. Worth hired as an architect. Fuck yeah, that's so fun. That's like a lot of detail to go into something like mm-hmm. you wouldn't think is big. Yeah. I guess. Uh, out of the seven characters, only two are killed by traps. That's true. Mm-hmm. Acid face. And then, let's see, what was uh, the other trap? The grid. Grid man. That was only two. Grid man? The, the beginning. Oh, I guess that's yeah. true, huh? Yeah. Cu- yeah. Literally cube. Cube yeah. man. Yeah. Cubed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the characters stand at the exit of the cube, moments before Quentin reappears and stabs Levin, the sound of, the, the sound of one of the doors opening can faintly be heard. Ooh, shit. Yeah. And lastly, when Worth decides to stay in the cube, Levin tries to convince him that he, that he does have something to live for and that he can't quit right, right as they're about to leave. After Quentin ends up killing Levin before she can leave the cube, Worth lies down beside her body, hinting that he considered her a friend and would rather die with a companion inside the cube rather than live alone in the outside world. Yeah. 
That was a good fucking detail. Yeah. I like that a lot. But that's all. That's all she wrote that's for. That's all she wrote, baby. Cube. That's all she wrote for the cube. Well, cube. Not even the, the cube. Not I kept, even I kept the saying the cube. But yeah, it's, it's just fine, cube. Dude. It's fine. We understood. <laughs> Us educated people. You better understood. I'm not saying it again. Well, you know what? Mathematically, sixty nine plus sixty nine equals four twenty. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes. You can follow us on our Instagrams over at uh, xchief underscore beefx and comic x steve. Later. Bye. This has been a ripe potatoes production.